Hello at Sego Knights community and welcome back to the Roundtable podcast. We are your hosts, Katherine Getzinger and Maddie Bailey and Stacey Anderson. Today we're sitting down with Mrs. Bowers and Mrs. Rank, the art teachers here at Sego. Hello, Mrs. Rank and Mrs. Bowers. How are Hello. you guys doing today? Great. Hi, we're good. So good to have you here. Thanks. Good to be here. That's great. So to start off, we're going to ask, uh, or I'm going to ask, so tell us a little bit about yourselves. Okay, well, I um, am from Otsego. I was born and raised in Weston. My entire family is from there. And um, I lived there the first 20 years of my life. I feel like I knew everybody in Weston. Um, I spent uh, my 20s in BG going to BGSU for art and working odd jobs there. And now I reside in Perrysburg with my two children and my husband. And I've uh, been here about 15 years. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Mrs. Rank and I actually got hired the same day. Oh, really? Yep, we hired the exact same day. We got our master's degrees on the same day. Soulmates. So, yeah, we've been here, like, through the thick and thin all the way through. Um, I grew up in this area, but now I live, like, an hour away. I graduated from Elmwood way back when, so this is my stopping grounds. So when I got the interview here, I was like, oh, I'm going back home. But I do do still have to drive quite a ways. Um, I've always considered myself an artist. Like, I've always done art. Even as a little girl, I would try and find things to do to make with my hands. My mom taught me everything that had to do with needles, sewing, crocheting, knitting, everything, embroidery. And then I would scrounge around my dad's garage and find things to make jewelry or sculptures out of scraps of wood and scraps of metal. You know, as far back as I can remember, I did it. But I was a, I didn't get to be an artist right away full time or as a profession. Mm -hmm. I was a veterinary technician for almost 20 years before I started teaching. Yeah. yeah. But as a veterinary technician, I did freelance work all the time. Mm-hmm. I lettered trucks, race cars, you know, semis, anything that I could do. I made stained glass windows, anything that I could do to keep doing art, even mm-hmm. though I was a vet tech. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I went back to college and said, I need to finish up my degree. All right. Yeah. Wow. Nice. <laughs> um, what made you want to teach art? Um, I knew in high school that I wanted to teach art. I did. I sat down with my high school art teacher, who was actually our varsity football coach. Oh, so really? he was a lot of fun, real laid back, um, and real approachable. So I talked to him about it quite a bit and started college in art education, but then got married and then we had to move. And I had two years under my belt and then had to take a break. But I always mm-hmm. knew that I wanted to do it. Well, was Yeah. Jen. Um, I actually was in school to be a social worker at first, and it got kind of sad, and I started taking yeah. art classes, and that just seemed like my type of people, mm-hmm. and it felt like home, and I always remember art classes in school being therapeutic, and yeah. I mm-hmm. just switched and decided that's what I wanted to share with people, like the therapeutic yeah. aspect of art. I like how you said it's, like, it's our people. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's our people. Like, every range of anything. We've, we've got athletes. We've got artists. We've got... Scholars, we have kids that want to be doctors. I mean, but they all have this little vibe, a little bit of quirkiness. Yeah. They like art. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they're well-rounded. So um, I think it's really cool to, like, share our enthusiasm towards that subject and then to see that really bounce off those kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what grades do you both teach, and how do you think that differs between, like, your teaching styles or, like, moving on towards, like, bigger and better things? That's a good one. When when we both started, we were kind of mixed between junior high and high school. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of found our vibe. Like, I am the lower level junior high high school teacher. She fits right in with the upper level 
high school. So um, we kind of found our stride in there. And I am the beginning level. So we just do a little bit of everything and introductory type of stuff. And then Mrs. Bowers builds on that. That's still, like, so important, though, like, just learning the basics before you move on to anything else. The teamwork is really Mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like when I started teaching, like I said, we taught the same levels. And my personality and my sarcasm, like, (laughs) lent itself better to the upper grade levels. Like, like they got me. I got them. It was easy to, like, get creative, like, conversations and creative banter going back and forth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was was just a good vibe. We both fit our level very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. What classes are offered in the fine arts department? Like here at Siga. I'll let you cover that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the fine arts department, we have art one, right. which is Mrs. Ranks, and then mm-hmm. I teach art two, three, four, ceramics, intermediate ceramics, and yearbook. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and we teach as many mediums as we can get our hands on. Yeah. You know, painting, sculpture, drawing, anything that we can get our hands on that we can ground or that the budget allows us to get yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. the students all pay a fee mm-hmm. so we can work within that budget and then a lot of times if they get other ideas they'll bring in stuff and mm-hmm. or we'll bring in stuff from home and donate it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's not just like you're only set on one thing it's kind of like all over the place yeah both of us are kind of like that we're like oh, it changes yeah, yeah this, <laughs> this looked cool but now i got this idea mm-hmm. you know what's hiding in the back cupboard i can use to do this idea yeah nothing is really like set in stone right yeah, that's yeah. What we've been doing is. it long enough that the steps to every project are kind of set in stone you know mm-hmm. we do it like automatically mm-hmm. but there's a lot of room for variation and you know veering off path and doing yeah. something different right i feel like that's good though We're flexible <laughs> there's like some things that like some mediums like I really like watercolor and I just think that's fun and like therapeutic when there's other things that just you know maybe it's just not my vibe but it's like a lot of other kids yeah. vibes mm-hmm. so I just think that that's really cool I like that you there's know there's lots of different things that you can do in each art class and that's what's fun about teaching the upper level arts because then I can mm-hmm. like tailor it a little bit more mm-hmm. You know, I can say, oh, that kid, by the time they're at three, I recognize now, too, that they liked this. Mm -hmm. And then I can help them hone those skills. Yeah. Yeah. And they've had experience in several mediums, and they can uh, experiment more, too, by then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That kind of leads us into our next question. (laughs) What mediums are used in art class? Um, So far, we've used um, pencil, ink, acrylic, paints, pastels, plaster, um, mm-hmm. clay, ceramics, cardboard, and photography just so far this Ooh. year. But, yeah, yeah. Um, anything mm-hmm. we can get our hands on, we'll use. Mm-hmm. And that was just this year? Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And, of course, there's, like, different things every year. Like, you find new things, you maybe want to try that. Like, I just think that's really cool. I like that. Yeah, you know, because neither of us want to get bored. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that project. Let's just have a new, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that there's the creativity aspect in, in mm-hmm. it, too, mm-hmm. during, like, the teaching. Yeah. And do you think you have to be good at art to join art class? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, um, not at all. So my class, uh, Art One, is required if you don't take a, a different um, fine arts. And um, I get athletes and 
like literary people, all kinds of people in there. Mm-hmm. And I think they surprise themselves at how good it are that they actually are. Like nobody would think these people would be good. And yeah. Here they are producing yeah. amazing stuff. So I think they kind of surprise themselves. Yeah. When they put the effort into it. Yeah. 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 Once they get past the fear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I say, the fear of the white paper, it is a white paper and it's threatening that you're going to put the wrong yeah. mark on it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like Mrs. Rank said, there's no like right art student, like, we design the projects so that it's adaptable to every single skill yeah. level. So there's yeah. a built-in level of um, success in every project. Right. Mm-hmm. So everybody feels like they can do it and they can grow and they can be challenged. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that everyone mm-hmm. works differently. Like, I mm-hmm. like to work and, like, I like to jump around, but other people like to go in sections. So it's yeah. just a lot some of... Some people like check boxes they have to check and some yeah. people like to expand, mm-hmm. like yeah. a spider web and go all different <laughs> directions. So I tell the kids that the only difference between me being better at art and you not being as good as me is time and practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll explain to the kids that are athletes, how many times do you shoot foul shots, right? Over mm-hmm. and over and over yeah. to get better. Well, I've just right. done this over and over and over. That's yeah. why I'm better. Not that I'm a better artist <laughs> mm-hmm. from the beginning. I just mm-hmm. had so much more practice. Right. That's yeah. all. That's right. all. Experience is mm-hmm. Do those mm-hmm. athletes that, like, come in just to do art one, do they, like, move on to art two, or do they usually just, like, leave right after the first Well, class? sometimes they don't take art until they're seniors, and right. then it's like, darn, I missed yeah. out on this. Like, mm-hmm. I could have been doing this the whole time. So they just didn't expect that this would be their thing, and it is. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of them do go on and, and do more. Yeah. yeah. I think the majority of my art four kids, if I think about it right now, our athletes, there's most of them are in, boys and girls are in some sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for everybody. I've got ag kids. You know, I've got theater kids. I've mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I mean, everybody takes yeah. Everybody that takes it kind of finds their vibe. It's just getting beyond the fear of wanting to take it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I know when I started, like, in art one, I didn't feel like, like, I just didn't think I was very good at art. And I was like, well, I kind of want to do it. So I just did it. And I do not regret it at all because I know I'm going to do art, like, throughout my life mm-hmm. just because I've just fallen in love with it. Thanks to you guys. Like, and we'll have the kids that, that were the lesser of the two evils. Like, I hate study hall, so, oh, I guess I'll take art. And then, you know, if you yeah. just want to be busy with your hands and not be bored, mm-hmm. you know, we yeah. love those kids, too. Yeah, for sure. And um, just from there, like, how would you overcome art block? Like, if I ever got it or you ever got it. We both thought of the same thing for this. You just start. You just put your pencil on the paper and you just start. But there's inspiration everywhere. Everything you do right. in life and other art forms you come across, nature, but just start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I've said. Like I've told my, I think I say this a couple times every year, inspiration only finds you while you're working. Right. Like right. I've told you, yeah. like Chuck, my favorite artist Chuck Close says, inspiration is for amateurs. Everyone else just gets to work. So mm-hmm. if your hands aren't moving, you're not going to think of anything new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been mm-hmm. having art blocks since like freshman year. And I know <laughs> now that I, and now I want to do more art because of being an artist. Because I'm making you do it all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't put your papers down. Don't put your pencil down. An idea will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep on working. Yeah. Um, what kind of students do you prefer to have in art class? Or like, what do you, re- who do you recommend to be in art class? Um, like we said, everyone, everyone could benefit from practicing using their fine motor skills and their creative problem solving and there's just so much to learn from it so all of you everyone should come take it yeah (laughs) yeah there's so much working with your hands like that opens up neural pathways to other parts of your brain especially if you're building something like with 3d like the ceramics and having to think of something more than just flat on the paper having to think of something looking good from all the way around yeah that Mm -hmm. stretches your brain and opens up new thought processes and you have new 
knowledge to link something new to down the road. So it's really important, I think, for anybody that wants to go into engineering, you know, medical, anything that you're going to be touching and feeling and working with your hands. If you can't see something three-dimensionally or haven't had the experience with it, the new things you're going to be learning down the road are going to be harder to learn because you haven't built those neural pathways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people think like, oh, if I take an art class, I'm just going to throw away all my projects. But no, there is an art show at Otsego. Mm-hmm. And I feel like like some people just don't know about it. So could you explain like when the high school and junior high art show are? You know, when can they come see them and stuff like that? It's Sunday, April 23rd. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I hope that date's right. Whatever, <laughs> whatever the chicken barbecue is for the music department, right? It's that Sunday. Um, it's open to anybody that wants to come. I mean, it's not just the parents yeah. of the band and the art students. Anybody that wants to come to the building that that weekend. We set up all night Friday night. We have a judge come in and judge it. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the music starts on Sunday, it's open to the public. I think it's yep. usually nice. 3 to 7 or 4 to 7. Yeah, around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have a art competition Every year, it's called the Five County Art Show at mm-hmm. Oak Harbor High School, and Jen is allowed to take Mrs. Rank is allowed to take five fifty pieces, and I'm allowed to take fifty pieces. So right. we try and do that every year too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this year it's the same time as our art show, so mm-hmm. our fifty mm-hmm. best pieces we will probably take to the Five County and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that happens a lot. So our kids will be able to win a lot of ribbons this year between yeah. the two art shows. Mm-hmm. I loved going to the art show last year because I got to see all like the different projects that I completely forgot I did, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. "Oh wow!" <laughs> yeah, because I hold them to the end of the year, right? right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, don't just take it home to after the art show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, to finish things off from where we kind of started and everything, what are some benefits of taking an art-centered class? Well, for me, it was always very therapeutic. And um, you work on fine motor skills, visual literacy, uh, creative problem solving, self-expression, and then just engaging in something and seeing it to completion, persisting through a problem. It's all very important in Mm -hmm. any lesson you'll need in life. (laughs) Yeah, there's something really rewarding to making something physical and seeing that through to the end. And you get the satisfaction of this job mm-hmm. I did so well, and I have this physical object yeah. to show for Absolutely. all my effort. Yeah, so like, that's hey, always I exciting. That, mm-hmm. like, sure. I made that. I made that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for mm-hmm. spending your time thank with you. us and talking. Yeah. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun. <laughs> that's so great. I hope your classes are awesome. They're <laughs> going well this year. Right. Yeah. Thank that's you. Good. Looking forward to next year. Yeah, I can't wait to join art. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, sign up for art. Yay! (laughs) Thank you for tuning into the Roundtable podcast. Special thanks goes out to our sound editors, Owen Henderson and Bryce Smith, our technology director, Mr. Swartz, and our advisor, Mrs. Krupp. Contact us at podcast at otsegonights.org and follow us on our social media platforms at OHS underscore roundtable. Follow our podcast to get notified every time we upload.